Hey friends, welcome to the Goddess Money Healing Circle podcast. My name is Essence Turner and I am your host as well as a sacred money archetypes coach and a radical forgiveness coach. I specialize in profound and deep energy healing, but this podcast is for empath and spiritual souls who like me have a love-hate relationship with money, but want to change it. Together, we will gather in circle to heal our relationship with money and change our money stories from surviving to thriving. Spiritually, circles represent God, rebirth, and growth. So come grow with me in the sacred circle as we explore metaphysics, the laws of prosperity, and the sacred money archetypes to deepen our understanding of spiritual wealth and abundance. You ready? Let's dive in. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Circle and Episode 6. All right, so today we are talking about how to love your life instead of hating it, how to find joy in your life when circumstances aren't really the way that you want them to be. And so... um one of my uh, tribe members emailed me in regards to um, a video that I recorded about my radical forgiveness journey, um, healing and becoming a coach and like why the book is so amazing. Um, So she emailed and one of the things that she said was, I keep asking around, how do I just be at peace with what I don't want? Ain't no way, I guess. And I'm like, yes, there is a way. (laughs) And I think this is a very important conversation to have at the beginning of uh, my podcast series because my very first coach, he used to say, you can't pour your way to rich. You can't sad your way to happy. You can't lonely your way to love, right? So we're here because we want to heal our relationship with money, have more money. But if we are feeling poor, feeling broke, then you're not going to be able to reach this place of wealth and abundance. If you are feeling unhappy in whatever circumstances, your job, the place you live, if you're feeling sad there, defeated there, you can't sad your way to happy. So what ha- what, what has to happen is we have to make a decision to feel those feelings now. So we have to decide to feel rich, abundant, successful, whatever the what your words are, you have to start feeling that now, no matter what the bank account looks like, no matter what the business looks like, you have to feel that way now because you can't pour your way to rich. You can't broke your way to rich. They don't live on the same vibrational plane. Sadness and happy don't live in the same place. They're not on the same wavelength. So if you want the future to have more 
happiness, have more love, have more money, you have to train yourself to start feeling that way now, no matter what the outside circumstances look like. So we'll get into a little bit of like how you do that um, in this episode. But before we begin, let's go ahead and get centered and cast our circle. All right, so I pulled a card um, before Goddess card, Goddess Kali, endings and beginnings. The old must be released so that the new can enter. This is actually one of the ways to start feeling the way you want to feel um, now before you see the actual evidence. Um, it's it, We'll get into this in just a second, but I, I pulled this card before the podcast because I need a little guidance because I, I didn't take notes or anything. I pretty much just, <laughs> I'm going to just flow. Um, and I would like that uh, goddess energy to help flow through me to give you all what you need. All right. So if it is comfortable, it feels safe. If you're not driving, I invite you to close your eyes and take a deep breath in with me and exhale. Two more times, deep breath in and exhale. One last time, breathing in all the way from the soles of your feet, pulling that air up all the way to the top of your head and exhale. So allow your body to relax, allow your shoulders to fall, maybe even broaden your chest, extend your heart out in front of you and just prepare and open up to receive. Receive from me, receive from your intuition, your higher self and your own divine guidance. Just open up to let your own truth bombs flow through. And now bring your attention to your mind's eye, to your third eye, right in between your eyebrows. And allow your imagination to transport you out into nature, whatever that looks like for you. And as you look at the sky above, I want you to just for a moment contemplate on the vastness of this universe that we live in, how someone is across the globe, looking up at the same exact sky. It could be dark, but it's the same exact sky. And now coming back, and I want you to just imagine that all the members of the circle begin to come and circle around you. And whether it's just me and you and Goddess Kali, or you imagine hundreds of people, 20 people, whatever you conceive in your mind, just imagine us all coming in into circle, holding hands. And just feel the love and support here in this circle. I call on Mother, Father, God, Goddess Kali, and I ask that your energy encircle our circle. 
I ask that you share your wisdom, your insight in regards to this topic, in regards to how we can be happy no matter what our life looks like. Give us signs, give us clues, give us directions, send us teachers and healers to help on this path. Give us the confidence to trust the ideas and the insights that come through today and the days to follow. And we thank you for any and all the seeds that will be planted today, that we can receive today, and for the seeds that will blossom at a later date in their own time. We thank you for this life, for this breath, and for all that we have, and for the technology that brings us all together. And with that, we'll take another breath in, just saying thank you, and exhale. And with that, circle is open, and we are ready to dive in. All right, so... When I first started my spiritual journey, I was in this place of, I had been a borderline alcoholic, um, a dancer, bartender that got drunk at work, like just a hot mess in and out of unhealthy relationship. I always had a new boo, but it didn't go nowhere and it was not really about nothing. Um, and I you know, was ready to leave that paradigm and open myself up to a new paradigm. And I understood from like reading and um, like law of attraction books that like I needed to feel better in order to experience a new life. So this was even before I started working with my life coach. Like I knew that I needed to start feeling better. And so one of the first things that I did was start practicing gratitude. And so I would just, okay, here, here's a perfect example um, and you'll probably hear me tell this story because it's one of the best freaking <laughs> gratitude stories I have. Um, is so I was I wasn't working at this time. I just had some money. I had manifested, yeah, I manifested ten thousand um, dollars from a like one of those class action lawsuit things. And so we didn't get it all up front, but like we got payments. So I was just kind of living like very, like it wasn't a lot, these payments, because they were like paid out over um, a couple years. But so I just kind of like scrimped and saved. Um, and, and I wasn't working at this time, like right in the beginning of my healing journey, just for a couple months. Um, the, the, place I had bars was bartending at closed and then I just didn't work for just like a couple months but anyway so then my um electricity in my house goes out and I'm just like it, it, it actually started zap like there was a zapping noise like in the lights would just kind of flicker and then I went to um the psychic fear and the psychic was saying like she saw uh, me being in a fire and this and that. And I'm like, no, I never been in a fire. Like, oh, I felt like I wasted my money. And then one day 
I was just sitting in my dining room. I, I was like, I used to make jewelry. I was making some jewelry and the light flickered and I heard the zap and I was like, holy shit, she was seeing the future, not the past. And so then what I had to do was just like shut the power down. And I started like making phone calls and like electricians, they're, you know, like $2,000. And I like, I literally didn't have it. And so what I had to do um, luckily, like this room, that's my office. This was just like the spare room. Whenever I did have a roommate, they lived here, but at that particular time, I didn't have a roommate. And so it was like all of the rest of the house was on one breaker. And then this room was on another breaker. So I just shut that breaker off. And that included the refrigerator and the stove and all that. And I just lived in here. And so I was just like buying food that I didn't have to refrigerate it. So like I had bananas and just other little things that maybe I could throw in a microwave just to turn a microwave on really quick or something like that. And then I'm just like in the worst situation ever. Didn't tell any family. I'm just like alone in this. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, what can I be grateful for? I'm so grateful that I have, like, I'm able to like just live off this one breaker that I get to be in this room and that is still somewhat warm outside and not, you know, dead of winter where I, you know, um, need, you know, to heat the whole house. And, you know, I just was like finding these things to be grateful for. And I just was overwhelmed with gratitude for having this one room to support me during this tough time. And then out of the blue, this was maybe like day four or five of being just like in this room. Um, and there, there was, there was a bed in here at this time and probably I'm sure a TV. Um, but anyway, there was this guy I used to see, um, off and on, nothing ever really serious, but he was calling me. And I'm like, why is he calling me? And, and kept ending like three times. And the fourth time, I'm just like, yes. And he was like, what's up? And I was like, I really just don't feel like talking right now. He was like, why? And I, and I told him about this situation. He was like, my old football coach, Um, he, he do, uh, he's an electrician on the side. He was like, I'm gonna call him and see if he can help you. So the electrician calls me. I tell him about like how much cash that I could just like give right now. And I was like, just like $400. And that is like me actually taking from my mortgage payment. And he was like, okay, well, you, you said you make jewelry. So you can give me the $400. I'm going to take some jewelry from my daughters. And, um, and then you can just, you know, pay me monthly. However you can just send me a little bit. And he came and like redid my whole, I don't know what it's called, electric box thing. <laughs> and I know all of that only came about because I chose to be grateful in the midst of a huge ass storm. Whereas other people would have been freaking out, fearful, just upset, and, you know, just like finding the worst gratitude actually aligned me with a solution and somebody to work with me within, you know, my financial situation. So that was a huge sign right at the beginning of my journey of how powerful gratitude and choosing to see the good, even in the most unfortunate situations. So with that, that really helped me to continue to focus on 
um, you know, just finding the good every day when I wake up. And so I would just like go for a walk and just be out in nature, just like taking it in, being so grateful that I have legs that I can breathe in. And I'm not, you know, like my lungs are clear. That's not everybody's story, right? Some people have, you know, really bad asthma. Some people have to have the oxygen mask, right? Like, so these things that we have, we can be grateful for them instead of taking them for granted. And so that was my journey to get me out of like a really dark space was gratitude. Then I did get a job. A couple months later, I decided that I wanted to um, waitress or bartend, but at a place that like a family restaurant, not a place where I could drink, right? So I got a job at Maggiano's. And, um, and I, I set up, you know, my plan to like pay off things to get caught up on my mortgage. Cause like I said, that threw me off when I paid the electrician and I, you know, ended up being behind for a couple months. So set up my plan to like make the best of my time at Maggiano's, get into Maggiano's. It is very fast paced, very different from, working in like bar, nightclub type of, is very fast paced. And I was having a panic attack maybe a couple times, like at least twice a month, just like in the kitchen somewhere or down on the ground, like straight up anxiety attack because it was just so fast paced. But I'm like, this is, you know, this is my situation now. This is what is helping me make money. I'm still trying to find the good in it, even though like <laughs> looking back, that is a sign to maybe find a different situation because I'm just not a fast paced person. But anyway, so, <laughs> so then I decide, you know what, what I really love, would love is to work from home. And so I decided to not focus on how stress, like how much Maggiano's would stress me out, I decided to, when I could, you know, when I wasn't overwhelmed in my mind, so let's say like maybe at the beginning of my shift, I would just be like, oh, I love the music in here. I love the ambiance. I love my coworkers, right? Because what I also understood is if you want to find a, another job, you need to be grateful and appreciative for the one that you have. Like, why should the universe present you with a whole new situation when you're not grateful for the one that you have? So I started practicing, you know, gratitude around Maggiano's to um, manifest another job. And then I just was online looking, found um, a work from home company that was the that wasn't a scam, and then I was working from home for Carnival Cruise Lines, and then I worked for Office Depot, and things were going good. Me now working from home solely just from home in customer service, and then there came a time where my hours got cut to ten hours a week. And so then I needed to, again, go outside of the home to work. Now, during all this time when stuff is going on, when I'm still healing myself, by this time, I, am, I, I have my life coach and I'm still really working on myself and, and healing trauma while on the outside navigating job finances, taking care of a townhouse. And so 
I um I I got a I got a bartending job and it was like at a like a nightclub-y type of place, but they were like you could make four hundred dollars in three shifts. I trusted myself not to drink, you know, on the job. And I'm just like, I just gotta do what I gotta do because I this these 10 hours a week is not gonna cut it. So told them about my job and everything. They're like, yeah, that's fine. And gave me three set shifts to work. And then they called me in on a day that I didn't work. So let's say I went there on a Tuesday. My first shift was supposed to be Saturday. They asked me to work on, call me on Friday. And I'm like, well, I, I told you that I, you don't have to work my other job on Friday. And he was like, well, I can't run a business around your other work schedule. So consider um, today your last day. And I'm like, dang, I just got fired on my day. Oh, like, insane, insane. But still just staying on the journey, like, you know what, something else is out there. Um, you know, I did have to like give my life coach on a call outside of our weekly schedule. I'm like, I, I need help to like, so I don't drown here. Cause you know, that was a shock. Okay, so we got me, you know, back on the right in the right place um, with my mindset and everything. And then I just got back out looking for jobs. And then I got a job at um, it's like a burger shop, not like Burger King, but like where, um, you know, they cook the they cook the food there. It's, you know, just like an old, old school burger shop. So I just needed I needed something. And so I had read in the 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 abundance book by. um John Randolph Price, where he talked about when you're in need of money, do what it takes to get money in, even if it's sweeping the floors and basically do it with joy. And I was sweeping floors. I had, I mean, you know, in addition to running the cash register, there's going to be times where you got to sweep, times where you got to clean up the bathroom, time where you got to take out the garbage. And like, I'm in my 30s, right, at this point in time, but I'm just like doing it like being very appreciative of this opportunity in front of me and trusting that when the time is right, something better is going to come along, but at least it won't put me in like fear and scarcity in me not paying my bills. So I just chose to love that place. And then it came time where I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm in a good place and ready to manifest what I like a better opportunity. And so, um, I was talking it out with my coach. I'm like, this is what I want. I said, I want to um, work at a place that pays me really well. There's no rigorous job interview process. Like they just can see my value and love my personality, trust my worth, work ethic, and the job is mine. So I just went to work with visualizing it and seeing it coming in, but I was still showing up doing stuff on LinkedIn. I really didn't understand, but I was just trying to figure out LinkedIn and sending stuff to um, jobs on Craigslist and just like doing all that outside stuff. And then my one of my good friends at the time called and she was like, hey, I got this um, job opportunity. She's like, it's just contract work, but we get paid $35 an hour and we work with um at, at the hospital with doctors and nurses. And I'm like, that sound, that don't, something don't sound right. We just get paid $35 an hour and I don't got to have no experience. She was like, mm -mm. and it's real easy. 
And she is a, she was a like get rich quick scheme type of person, like always trying to find some way. So I just didn't trust it. And I'm like, no, nah, that's okay. I'm straight. And then that was, let's say, um, let's just say like that was a, a, a Monday or something. And then um, that Friday, the her boss calls and she's like, hi, you know, I got your name from such and such. And um, she said that you're, you know, looking for some part-time work. Uh, I, I, I Googled you. I watched a couple of your YouTube videos and I love the way you think. I think you'd make a great part of the team. So you can meet her on Monday and she'll train you and then we'll get you on the schedule. And it was all real. Like, I just work like, and, and I so happened to start on the week where they got paid the next week. And so then like the next week I had like a 600 and something dollar check and for, um, it might not have been a full work week's worth of work, but anyway, I just remember it being like $600 and I'm like, holy shit, like I can catch up so much just from, you know, this one check. And so then that opportunity lasted for a couple months. And then I continued to do contract work here and there for the company, actually um, up until like COVID. So all of this to say it, things changed financially and like on the outside by me first internally making a decision to be grateful for what I had even though it, I didn't have much. This office didn't look like this. It's like, oh, it wouldn't be so bad standing here to look like this, you know, just look like my, my last roommate, you know, took her stuff off the wall and the bed and the carpet was dirty. Like it was a mess and he, like, it, it wasn't very inviting, you know, like when I did have to stay in here, but like I made the best of it. and. Things weren't great, but I decided that I, I needed to feel great anyway so that more great things can could come into my reality. So we're, we're taught that we can't be happy unless things and money look a certain way. And that's just not true because Happiness is an emotion that lives inside of us that we can access whenever we choose to, right? It's a decision. But from a very low, low place, let's say like sadness or grief or depression, it's hard to get to happiness, right? So one of the places that I like to teach my clients is like, let's get to contentment. Can you, how can we get you to being content? Like just okay, because just feeling okay, feeling neutral is so much better in such a higher vibration than depression, sadness, grief, right? So the card, okay, I lost my train of thought for a second. The old must be released release so that the new can enter. So one of the things like working with my clients to help them get to contentment is we do some energy healing around the things that are making them depressed, around the things that are making them feel that low sense of self-worth. 
So not to say that you can't find contentment while still, you know, having trauma, you definitely can, but it's a lot easier to, to, cause like, if we look at the, the, the trauma and the things, um, from the past that are weighing us down, if we look at that as like weights on our shoulders or weights on our ankles, it, 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 you know, there it's, it's a little bit more difficult to find higher vibrations when you're being weighed down. Not impossible. It is just going to take more mental work. Okay. So this is what I want you to understand. So I hadn't really started any trauma healing stuff, working on my abandonment issues when I first started to practice gratitude to get myself out of the situation um, or to even manifest that $10,000. Um, I was just excited about oh my gosh, I can change my life with like the way that I think and feel. Like it was just such a new concept that it was exciting and I was able to ride that excitement. So, but again, it's still it, it's still a choice. Were there low moments? Of course, right? But it's like, I'm, but I'm gonna pick myself back up tomorrow. So really what I wanna convey is that it is possible to feel different, to feel good, to feel content, to feel centered, to feel at peace, to feel grounded, no matter what your outside circumstances look like. The issue is our mind that like the mind chatter or, you know, what they call the, the monkey mind, right? So some of us, we, we were raised in a household where people just complained, where people just look at the, you know, the negative, focus on the negative. And actually, that's just how, what our society does. We're not taught to look at and focus on what's going well. We're taught to look at and focus on what's going wrong. For many of us, that's what parents even focused on, not just like the good grades, but like what if you like, even though you might've been getting good grades, it's still like, but you didn't clean your room, but you didn't do this. It's like always finding what's wrong. And so then our brain thinks that this is just the way that we're supposed to think. It's the way we're supposed to look at life. Just see the negative. But that heart, that, um, what was the word I was going to say? I don't know. But that is actually not how we create a life that we want because what she said is how do I be at peace with what I don't want but really you know like in order to get to having a life that consists of things and feelings that you want you have to be able to train your mind to focus on the good if you continue to focus on the bad, more bad things will enter. Or even if something good comes along, you're still going to find the bad in it. And there was um, this podcast, the Life Coach School podcast, I remember during one of those job transition times, it might've been at the burger place where I understood it more deeply is what she was like, I don't think people should be able to get another job unless they love the job they have. I don't think people should leave their husband until they love the husband that they have. <laughs> and at first I didn't really understand it, but then I got it because 
if you, let's just talk about the husband. If you are just so unhappy and finding fault with everything that your husband does and your brain is trained on looking at the fault of everything that this, your mate is doing, then when you get into a new relationship, your brain is still trained to do the same thing, to find fault. If your brain is focused on what's not working um, at, at work, if you get a new job, your brain is just going to go right in to focus on what's wrong with this job. So if you can't teach your brain to be at peace or happy or content with what you have, even if more finds its way into your reality, you're going to find fault. So you're still not going to have that sense of happiness or contentment, even though what you have on the outside is more, right? Even that, look, how many of you, I know this has happened where it's like, when I get the new car, then I will be happy when I get this new place, then I will be happy. And it lasts for a couple months. Then you're back to life is crap, right? Because your mind only focused on, you know, the joy of that new car for just a little bit. And then it goes back to its program, which is to focus on the negative. So in regards to money and abundance, it's like feeling abundant with what you have, feeling rich with what you have now, right? Just taking enjoyment in the clothes and the sweaters that you have or the bath that you can take. Like just really like how can you feel and enjoy luxury right where you are with what you have? This is how we get on the vibration of wealth and abundance and having more. Um, so I'm just looking at this email so I can just make sure I covered everything that I wanted to touch on in regards to this piece. Oh, and so she said, um, like a question she has is like, why can't I force myself to be happy at my job? And um my question is, is like, I don't want you to, um, it's not a question, but my um, advice is to not force yourself, right? Is to genuinely find what you can be appreciative about the job, okay? So I love that I get paid bi-weekly. I love that I can reach out to my manager and she's always open to listen. Like whatever it is, genuinely find the things to be grateful for, right? Even if it's just being grateful that I have a job and money coming in to take care of what I need to take care of and just see it for what it is. But you're gonna get more uh juice or more bang for your buck, the more things that you can find to be grateful for about your job. And anytime your mind says, oh, but this, oh, but what about that time when they said this? Or what about that email they just sent out? It's like, thank you, but no, thank you. I'm choosing to focus on how well I get along with my coworkers, right? Like you just, you got to keep bringing your mind back to the positive 
focus. You have to train your brain now so that, again, when you, um, when the things that you are, so now because you have this positive focus and you're feeling better and things are opening up and things are trickling into your reality, now you can be grateful for those things. And then that gratitude opens up more opportunities and experiences or, you know, that couch you've been eyeing for a long time now goes on sale and you can get it. And now you have a brand new couch in your living room, right? Like as these things trickle into your experience, you practice being grateful and then more can come in. But it starts with you changing your mind, changing the way you feel, not with the circumstances changing first. If you wait till, well, I can't be happy till this thing, then you're going to be unhappy and miserable for a lot longer than you actually have to be. Um, Just looking over Oh, another thing is that people, especially on the spiritual path, like don't want to work, right? It's like, um, don't want to work, just want the money to just, you know, flow in. And then when we're in, and I've been there too, right? And so then when we're in that space, we can get ourselves in some really bad financial situations, what I want to say is sometimes when you may have to take a job. So let's say like when I had to take a job at, when I decided to take that job at the, at the burger place, I knew it was something that was going to be light, something that was going to be flexible and that like, it wouldn't be that bad. What some people do is then they go and get, you know, and they like this soul sucking job. And that's the way, you know, they refer to it. And it's like, but why do you have to go out and get a job that sucks your soul? Like there's other jobs out there. Like what can you do? Or like other ways of bringing in income. What can you do that doesn't feel soul sucking to you? And even if you're in a position now that is sucking your soul, it's like start to find that gratitude in that place that you're at now. And then also teach yourself that you are worthy of something better, of more, and then be willing to do whatever it takes, meaning, um, you know, tweak your resume, start sending out or reaching out to old contacts, you know, networking, like then do whatever it takes to get yourself in a new and different position. Um, last, one last thing. Um, I, it feels so tiring and it's because they're so I'm pushing and stuffing and fighting back inside of me just to show up to my days. So sometimes we got to scream, right? Sometimes like I would be in here and sometimes I still do when I get really triggered about something. I have this video of me beating a cushion, but I like pile those cushions up on the floor and beat and scream, um, you know, and just like let it out because we, it doesn't serve us to keep pushing things down, right? If you had a hellish day at work, I'm not saying just stuff it down and just be happy. Journal it out, beat on a cushion, um, find ways to get that energy out of you. So I'm not saying pretend and ignore and act like things don't hurt or bother you. I'm just saying, get it out and then choose 
to try it again tomorrow, to do tomorrow better, to find the positive focus tomorrow, right? But as these things come up and they are like arising in you, you only cause yourself more pain by trying to stuff it down. And so in the work that I do, it is about like allowing those emotions to come up and come out. And we, you know, we do this through radical forgiveness. We do this through EFT. Um, but again, just you doing it on your own. One of my favorite things was journaling. Like I would call my angels and the goddesses just like them witness me and listen to me. And I would just be like, I hate this. This isn't fair. You know, just like let myself totally be a victim get it all out, cry if I need to, but tomorrow, and if not tomorrow, at least like, because my thing was like, I can't be down for more than two or three days, like, because then that black hole can suck you in, so it's like, I can be down for a day or two, but then I'm picking myself back up, and I'm choosing to see the good, and so that may be an up and down cycle for a while, but like that is okay. And that is what it takes to build up, um, build yourself up to the place where you can maintain uh, like emotional homeostasis, where everything feels balanced and cool, where you're not on that up and down roller coaster. And it's just like this even keel and like, yep, you may have a dip, a bad day, but it's like you find your way back up within hours now instead of days. But it's a process that takes time, but you got to be in it to win it and not beat yourself up when you have bad days, when you forget any, just like you're human and be very compassionate and gentle with yourself on this journey. If you want support, I am here. Reach out to me. Um, you can book a call and we'll have a session together to see if it's a, like our energies match and if it's a good fit for us to work together. We'll talk about your healing goals. And I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, if I don't feel like I can help you get to where you are, I'm not a person that I'm just going to take your money and, but I really don't think I can help you. Like I'm, I'm very honest and I set proper expectations with my clients. So, you know, what we're working on and what our goals are for our time together. So that when you leave, these things are cleared. These things are our heels. And we don't have to work on all 30 traumatic things that may have happened to you over a lifetime. A lot of times we just work on two to three of them and it clears so much like residual negative energy. It's like, like, like dominoes. It just kind of collapses the rest like a lot of the other negative energy inside of you and you feel better you can think better things start to come into your reality now that that energy is clear so um you can learn more about that working with me at, at essenceturner.com uh, if you have any questions you can also just click on the about and contact button at essenceturner.com and just drop me a line uh, but it has been my pleasure talking to you about this, how to be at peace with what you don't want, how to learn to see the good in your life, even when your circumstances um, are showing you the opposite of good. And I want to say one last thing is in the 
Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. He said that the hardest work in the world is to try to see something different than your out, outer circumstances, to focus your mind on something different than what your eyes can see is the hardest work in the world. So focusing your mind on, I am manifesting the love of my life. Even when you're going to bed by yourself every night is the hardest work in the world. Focusing your mind on, I am going to be so wealthy. I can take care of all of my family. I can travel the world. It is so hard to focus your mind there when what you see in front of you is just like living paycheck to paycheck, right? So I want you to understand this is the hardest work in the world, but it has to be done if you want to see an experience something different. You have to focus your mind on how you want to feel and where you're going now, no matter what your circumstances look like. All right. And I, with that, we're going to go ahead and close circle. So I invite you, if it's safe, if you are not driving, close your eyes, take a deep breath in and exhale. Another breath in and exhale, bringing your attention to your mind's eye, seeing us all back in circle. And I want you to just see these, the, the speckles of light, this like sparkling around you. These are the seeds of the wisdom that I've shared, the wisdom that's already bubbled up for you just now falling down into your aura, into your body, and it is there for you when you need it. It will arise and just trust it. And so we thank you, Mother, Father, for all your support, your love, your guidance on today and for all the days to come. And with that, circle is closed. I love to hear from you. You can leave me comments if you're watching the YouTube video. You can comment on your podcast platform or you can email me again, ssturner.com um, and click on the about, drop me a line. Please click like if you um, are watching YouTube, that, that helps. And, you know, drop a, a line, even if it's thank you or one thing you're taking away from Circle today, because that helps the video be seen by more people. So thank you. I love you. I will be doing another podcast in, um, in a, about two weeks. Um, but I'm doing more YouTube videos. So subscribe to the channel. And yeah, love you. See you later.